Tilly makes a change. Rumors of the Patriots' demise have been greatly exaggerated, and Cam Akers lays claim to La La Land. All that and more on this episode of Unscripted. Hello, listener land, and welcome to the best damn fantasy podcast for your years. I'm your host, Randall Kennedy. I'm joined, as always, by the godfather himself, Paul Lundegaard. Uh, you can find him at Polly Sleepers and the chef, Jake B-Song. You can find him at the BZBFF. All right, boys, uh, what we've been talking about for a couple of weeks finally happened. Uh, Cam Akers came in the third quarter last week, uh, played the final four drives, uh, against the Packers and led the Eagles to one touchdown. Um, you you guys know how I feel about Carson Wentz. It's it's well documented. Uh, I I don't feel like he's got the uh, fair end of the stick here. However, if they're going to make this move, if they think Carson Wentz is not their guy, they they kind of had to do this, right? Yeah. See what you have. It hurts. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like. Uh... When they started Tua in Miami, they started him against a really, really good defense, didn't they? First game? The Rams. Yeah, the Rams. Yeah, right? Uh, they're not doing themselves any favor by starting them against uh, the Saints. They've been blowing up lately. They've been really, really stingy, um, especially against the run. So uh, you would think they would need to really rely heavily on their run game, which has been stagnant, to get anything going. And uh, um Saw an interesting stat today. The Saints haven't allowed a 100-yard rusher in 20 games. They haven't allowed a top 20 rusher in eight games. They're number one against running backs for fantasy points. So um, it's going to be a tough It's going to be a tough one for them. Um, to your point, the last five weeks, they've allowed just eight points per game. Uh, Jesus. They've, they've been nasty the last five weeks. It's almost like they, they realized Breeze was going out. They stepped it up. The entire defense stepped it up. Uh, and I noticed that, too, that they've done themselves. no. They did Jalen Hurts no favors. We're going to find out if this kid can play right away. Um, BZ, do you think that um, – th- does this change anything for any of the pass catchers for you? Uh, no, not really, to be honest with you. Uh, I think it's uh, – I mean – I think it's more of a downgrade in a sense. I, I just don't know. <clears throat> I wasn't a huge fan of this kid coming out. And, you know, everyone's saying he's like this cheat code, uh, a baby Lamar Jack. I mean, what the hell do we actually really know? This is the first time the kid's really going to be on the field for a full game. Going against one of the top defenses in the league. Um, you know, I there was nobody that really – I mean, he got he hit Greg Ward for a nice touchdown at the end of the game there. But other than that, wasn't much happening, you know, in terms of – anybody getting like consistent volume. So I actually think that at this point, like, you know, your Rager, your Fulgham, um, I, I wouldn't be looking to start these guys in any situation right now until we see what hurts has. But even then it's like, it, he, he, we just, we just have no idea. And going into the playoffs, you have to have the trust in your, in your lineup that it's going to win that week. And these Philly wide receivers, I don't think are going to bring you that, that trust at all. No, I agree. I, I think that you have to start Goddard. 
if you have him, Goddard, you're, not yeah. bench, you're not benching him. But they're really good against the tight end, too. They're top five against tight ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Rager's going to see a lot of Marshawn Lattimore. Alshon Jeffrey does not have it anymore. Uh, they won't put Fulgham, Fulgham on the field. The only people that have a real chance of, of success against this defense are Greg Ward and if they get their head out of their ass and figure out that they got to put they could put Fulgham out there. The wide receiver two spot is the spot to attack against this defense. So if that's Fulgham or Greg Ward, those are the guys that could have a sneaky day. And like I said, you can't bench Goddard, but I wouldn't be expecting anything close to a ceiling game. Uh, Miles Sanders for me, He's a bench. I just suggested yeah. to play Geo freaking Bernard <laughs> over him. Yep. Um, and now I know Geo hasn't been, you know, that great, but uh, Dallas has allowed three of the top six rushing totals this year. Um, so I just like the matchup way better. The Saints are number one against uh, running backs. I, I, I hate Miles Sanders this week. I do too. Um, to your point, since activation, uh, eight passes to Alshon Jeffrey have resulted in two catches for 15 yards, one interception, one yard after the catch, two drops, and a zero rating. Get him off the field. Get Travis Holgum out there. Jesus. If Whoa. the quarterback had thrown it out of bounds on every play, he would have had a 39.6 rating. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He has, he has played 10 more snaps than Fulgham. Uh, passes to Fulgham since uh, Jeffrey's activation have resulted in a 107.9 rating. Uh, why is why is this kid not playing? Why is Alshon Jeffrey? So if you've decided that your season is over and you want to see what you have in in uh, in Hertz, why why does that not apply to Jeffrey and Fulgham? Same why thing. Not? Yeah. 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 Stick full them on the field and see what you got. Absolutely, hundred um, percent. Yeah, see if those two have any sort of connection. Uh, you, he had to have uh, worked with Hertz before he worked with Wentz, right? I mean, he came up through the practice squad. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. Uh, Fulgham probably has a lot of reps with uh, with Hertz, um, and people were saying he's done. He was a flash in the pan. He just, you know, emerged while while there were no other options. And I, I, I say this simply not true. He was benched for Alshon Jeffrey and you just brought up some fantastic stats as to why he shouldn't have been. So get him out there. I mean, it's going to be a rough one. It's going to be nothing, a rough one. Nothing this organization is doing right now makes any sense. Right. Right. I was Doug just going to say, we have to, we'd have to assume that there's smart people, you know, calling the shots yeah. and then they're not. Doug Peterson came out today and said that they had to protect Hertz and they had to run the ball and they had to, you know, do some things uh, with him in the running game and and uh, all the things that we've asked him to do for Wentz, he came out and said they needed to do for Hertz today. Um, and you know, I believe it when I see it. You, to, you know, I I agree with you guys. I'm not looking at Miles Sanders in, in my playoff lineup and thinking, "Ooh, Miles Sanders." Uh, however. If you're this far and you have Miles Sanders, it's hard to believe you have better options. He's still just one of six players in the league this year with two or more 40-yard runs. So it only takes one play for him to to give you that return on your investment. I'm not going out of my way to play him. If I have a better option, I'm going to play him. 
but if I don't, I'm just sticking him in there and hoping for the best. I would say that uh, chances are the people that have him probably did not make the playoffs. Um, believe it or not, I made the playoffs with him on a few rosters, but he was definitely too. not the reason why. I agree with that, dude. <laughs> um, but you're 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 likely right, Polly. If you're in the playoffs, you probably didn't draft Miles Sanders, uh, unless you uh, were lucky enough to get James Robinson or, or something like that really early. Uh, you're probably and you've just been playoffs. benching him, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, we'll move the chains a little bit. An- another uh, bit of news from this week that was a real, real big damper. Antonio Gibson, uh, he carried the ball a couple of times against the Steelers. Suffered a turf toe injury. Uh, they have not ruled him out yet, but he is. But he has been ruled doubtful. Um, I just really don't think you'll see this kid again uh, this year. I agree mm-hmm. with that, man. There's, there's just, they said it was a painful toe turf injury. I mean, I, there's just no way you're going to get him for the fantasy playoffs. So, you know, I, I just put out a tweet a little while ago with JD McKissick could be a league winner here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, his, honestly, rushing the ball, he's, he's not showing you a ton, but in the passing game, you know, this kid had 14, 15 targets and 9 and 10 and 11 and 12. He had four and two. That had a lot to do with Antonio Gibson kind of, you know, taking more hold of that backfield. As soon as Gibson went down, he was back up to 10 targets again. And he caught all 10 of them for 70 yards. I mean, his schedule the next um, three weeks is San Fran, Seattle, and Carolina. I mean, that is juicy for, you know, for this kid. So, if you have, I, I, there has been a few redraft leagues where JD McKissick is still on the waivers. So if he's on the waivers, go scrub him out, see what's up. Maybe you can pick him up. But if you got him, he's a guy that I'm looking to use. Absolutely. Welcome to 2020, Wayne Gallman. God damn. JD huh? McKissick, possibly even Ty Johnson could be league winner. David Montgomery. David, <laughs> Mon- David Montgomery RB1, baby. <laughs> Um, I have a uh, coworker who uh, who I've been helping this year. He's he's had a little uh, league going for about five years. Uh, him and his friends, and um, so I've been helping him this year. He's he's in first place, and he has Antonio Gibson. Uh, and he's like, "Man, what do I do?" And I was like, "Check your waiver wire for McKissick. See if somebody got frustrated and dropped him." Absolutely. Sure enough, McKissick was on his waiver wire. Um. And yeah, just like like you said, BZ, that's uh, a lot of people. Gibson had started to catch the ball out of the backfield. McKissick had started to to lose favor, um, and now it's you know who else is going to get the ball? Uh, Peyton Barber. Yeah, and uh, you know what's nice too is in a few in a few platforms. Uh, I know Sleeper has him uh, eligible as a wide receiver, so you can actually plug him in as your wide receiver and still start two running backs. And yeah, if you need it, to. If you need to, but it's a, it's a good advantage. I mean, there's a lot of wide receivers you're starting right now that aren't seeing 10 targets a game. Jesus. Yeah. Back to what you were saying, uh, this, you know, high level turf toe injury is a three to four week injury. So, um, don't count on him, um, at all. You know, if he comes back week 16 and you've made the championship, then you're starting him. And that's a possibility depending on his pain management level. But um, he won't play this week, I can guarantee that. And uh, very, very doubtful for week 15. Possibly he, he uh, you know, sacks up and plays week 16. But at that point, a lot of teams aren't looking to get their, you know, franchise back. 
out on the field unless they're playing for something. And these guys are playing for something because, you know, six wins is going to win that division. So who knows? Uh, there could be a situation where he's there for you in the very end. Uh, it just sucks because he was he was having such a good season. Yeah. Um, You've got three truthers right here. I mean, I would argue that I, you know, I won't even say that because we don't have to talk about who was on who first. But uh, I know that we're all we're all big fans of him and have lots of uh, shares. And uh, I will say that you were a much bigger fan of him before I was. Both of you were mm-hmm. um, this. But he's he's been nothing but the truth. Thirty force missed tackles is first among rookie running backs. Um, there's a list of running backs with ten plus touchdowns through the season's first twelve weeks. <laughs> That list includes Ladanian Tomlinson, Ezekiel Elliott, and Antonio Gibson. Jeez, that's um, fantastic! Welcome to the NFL, yeah. kid. He, he's, yeah. he's, he was just having—he's the highest graded uh, rookie running back per Pro Football Focus. Huge. He was just having a phenomenal year, and it just—it just really sucks to see it in like this. Um, and that's such a random injury, you know. I mean, thank God it's not an ACL or you know, or something, you know, serious, um, but, but turf toe can linger, but it's just such a random injury. Uh, it's just dude's a beast. And, uh, we'll be looking forward to seeing him next year. He's the starting running back for the Washington football team next year. Absolutely. Oh, hell yeah. He no, is. And nobody you know, has to worry about them drafting high draft capital on somebody else. Um, I don't know McKissick's situation. They might, you know, pick up somebody to be that, you know, scat back role, but there's no worries for Antonio Gibson. I'll be buying him in the off season if I can. Yeah. I think there's, that, there's on the bone. Go ahead. To, to your point about draft capital, I think there are maybe, uh, what, there are four teams maybe uh, who their starting running back is probably definitely not on the roster next year. The Falcons, the Jets, the Texans, the Steelers. Probably right around there, yeah. Yeah, Dolphins, good call. Dolphins, probably. Dolphins is a tough Dolphins. one. Gaskin's Dolphins. probably yeah. not their starter next year. Yeah. You know, Gaskin is probably their scat back. Uh, I agree. They, he got like – it seemed like the Red Zone Channel showed I, – I know he got stoned on the goal line at least 37 times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He could, be, he could be the McKissick of next year. Yep. Yeah. I, but he's, not, I, you know, he's a little better than a McKissick, though. Like, he's not – He's like a, um, he's, he's, I don't know. He's like an Eckler. He's like an Eckler to a, to a thumper. If they were to get a thumper, I'm not saying he's as good as Austin Eckler. I'm just saying he, he could fill that role. That he's, role. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm not worried about holding on to Gaskin. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to hold on to him, but yeah. just not expect the starting numbers. Yeah. Um, Speaking of rookies, man, uh, Justin Jefferson, this kid continues to just – he's got a rocket ship on his back. Um, He's the highest-graded rookie uh, per pro football focus. Uh, He's the only rookie with an above-90 rating. This kid is just uh, the truth. Do you know who the second uh, highest-graded wide receiver is in this class? Per pro football focus? Yeah. T. Higgins? Mm -mm. No. Uh, let me guess. CD. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take you back to draft night, and and you guys gave me a lot of grief because I'm a 49ers fan. Oh, Brandon Ayuk. And I told you that per Shanahan, this kid was number one on their board, 
And they passed on CD Lamb twice and then took this kid. And that's that's Brandon Ayuk. He's the second highest graded rookie. He looked great against Buffalo the other night. He did. Yeah, Interesting he did. stat. He has either a hundred yards or a touchdown in every game he's played. Yep. Yeah, I mean that's just uh, <laughs> uh did you see Des Bryant's tweet about this kid? He called yes. him ba- he called him baby Julio. Ooh. Yes. And you all remember I was gobbling him up uh a few months ago. I picked up uh I picked up a few shares. Yeah, I have a lot of Ayuk, uh, but I have a lot of Samuel also. I still love Debo Samuel. Mm-hmm. I, I really think that whole offense, and I'm just gonna say this, that it just seems like they're a quarterback away from from really being a really great team. And I'm really tired of watching our defense. Uh, run into a meat grinder every week while they wait for the offense to get their shit together. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm a little flummoxed that they didn't give uh, Mostert some more run this week. When he got out there, he looked great. Um, and I will say that uh, brand new injury for Debo. I mean, this is the problem with him, man. The poor kid can't stay healthy. He's got a foot contusion. It's a it's a new injury he suffered today in practice. So he's day to day and uh, questionable for this week. So. That's another reason why I like that I picked up some IU because, man, it seems like Debo's going to miss uh, miss some games. Uh, I'm not going to like throw him throw the Will Fuller tag out there yet, but and he he plays like George Kittle. I mean, yeah, he, he does. He's aggressive. He plays hard on speed, and and they use him in so many different ways. And uh, he's like a running back playing wide receiver. I mean, he really is. Um, he plays hard. Do you know why they play Jeff Wilson so much? I mean. Uh, Mostert looked fine to me. They like Wilson, and they yeah. like they like having more than one running back. And I know, clearly, but usually they give you Wilson the short yardage shit, the goal line shit. I haven't seen them like keep him out there for a whole couple series over and over again. And get, I, I, it's the first time I've seen him get that kind of run. Well, remember that they were coming off of a, a Mostert injury, and they were getting boat raced in the second right. half. So maybe they were just like, all right, get Jeff Wilson some some run out there, and we'll just come back and try it again next week. I guess I can buy that. It's really the only thing I can think of. I um, was disappointed. Yeah. So I've, I've got a lot of mustard. Me too. Since we we're talking about rookies, uh, I mentioned in the opening that Cam Akers had laid his claim to La La Land. The last two weeks, this week he had a 65% uh, snap share. Hell Yeah. The last two weeks, he has, he has carried the ball 30 times for 156 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, he gets the Jets and the Seahawks the next two weeks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so if you made it to the second round of the Scott Fishbowl playoffs with Cam Akers on your bench. Oh, yeah. Wheels up. <laughs> well, Wheels I, up. I said it last week. Um, their analytics people – have to see how much successful he is with his touches than, than Henderson. Um, from week eight to week um, 13, uh, you got a 56% success rate for Cam Akers and 33% for Daryl Henderson. So this, the analytics guys have to see that. that you know, Sean McVay is going to put the best player out on the field. Um, I made a couple bad calls last week, but I made – a uh, bunch of good ones on my timeline, and I, I told a bunch of people to start Acres, and had a lot of thank yous there. Um, he he's the man, um, and and it's playing out just like we said it would. 
with yeah. uh, with him taking over towards the end of the year. Took a little so. longer than we thought. Yep, it did. It you did. Had to, you had to hey, be patient, and that's better, it. better late than never. Absolutely. Um, I'm happy that I I traded for him, and I I think we're going to look back on a couple of those trades that I made, and the other side's going to feel really silly about it. Don't don't they always? Mm-hmm. Um, no, sometimes it's me because I've made some bad trades too. <laughs> BC can tell you. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I'm really happy with how that's unfolded, and uh, the schedule looks good, and uh, the kid is the kid is good, man. Yeah, he is. Uh, I want to see them get him more involved in the passing game. Um, he's getting a good chemistry with Goff. There was a play last week that I honed in on that I rewound a couple times. Goff checked out of a play and uh, and yelled Cam's name. And pointed, and Cam uh, came back in and ran an outside zone run, picked up about nine yards, looked back at Goff, pointed at him. He he knew exactly what Goff wanted to do. Goff checked into the right play. He executed it perfectly. They made really really good eye contact. Goff's going to be the guy there for a while. He's he signed a fat contract. Yep. Um. So the chemistry that you see between those two is developing. I could see them getting better and better just like he was with Gurley back in their day. So uh, wheels up on him, man. That's a guy in the offseason to acquire as much as you can. Here, Here's uh, one one little thing that concerns me. Uh, BZ, does this concern you? He's been a zero in the passing game. Yeah, I was actually just looking at that, dude. He had one target. Um, and throughout all of his games so far, he has not seen more than one target per game. It will um, come. It, that's what I'm saying. I, 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 think it, I think it will eventually start to come, but I think this year it's going to be a that's lot of. You know, it will yeah. come. If you look at his highlights from Florida State, he sure. can yeah. do that. Yeah, absolutely, which is why it's so uh, perplexing that they're not giving him the ball more. Um, I mentioned earlier that Miles Sanders was one of uh, just six players that have broken off of more than one 40-yard run. Cam Akers is another. He's one of those six. For as few times as he's touched the football, uh, that's that's pretty amazing to me. Um, there are six guys. Do you know, do you know the only non running back on this list is Daniel Jones? <laughs> Daniel Jones. That two forty plus yard runs. <laughs> well, Lamar Jackson has had two forty plus yards run. Nope. No, he hasn't. Not this year. He didn't have one last night either. It was like 34 that yards. That one up the middle? Yeah, it was Not like 30 something yards, dude. The list is Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders, Melvin Gordon, uh, Nick Chubb, Cam Akers, and Daniel Jones. And, and the only reason I know that that wasn't a 40-yard run is because you and I were playing last night I, for a big <laughs> playoff spot. I was playing for a playoff spot. You were trying to play the, you know, you were trying to kick me out. And when Lamar made that run, I was like, I was like, this 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 game's gonna suck. <laughs> so you I, you got in, right? You snuck in. I, I beat Polly by three fucking points. And okay, so in. all the all the juju that you stole from Polly, <laughs> he just stole from me in another league because he's the only person in America who started Michael Gallup last night. <laughs> Michael Gallup has his best game of the season. And Polly knocks me out of the playoffs in the usual suspects by two damn points. 
Oh, that is, man. That is fucking awesome. Two damn points. Yeah. Oh. I almost said something where you, you tweeted today. You were like, yeah, Gallup on everybody's benches. And I was like, I almost I almost put Polly has entered the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your playoffs. Ah, shit, man. Two points. Believable. I was I not like- expecting to make the playoffs in that league. And I'm not expecting to go very far, but uh, um, we'll see. Getting there is half the battle. Yeah, half the battle. <laughs> Speaking of battle, um, we've been battling COVID all year. Uh, the Panthers don't seem to care. They had some sort of get-together over their bye week that has resulted in a mini outbreak. They've got several people, uh, including their wide receiver room, on the COVID list, Curtis Samuels on the COVID list, DJ Moore's on the COVID list, and now Christian McCaffrey has popped up with a quad injury that apparently tightened up on him today in practice. This reeks of we're not going to play McCaffrey again this season. Mm-hmm. That was always the biggest. I think we talked about this a few times. Yeah, we, we said if 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 they're not if they're not in contention, what. What do they really have to gain by putting their best player back on the field and just running him into a like, – it, it makes no sense whatsoever. I personally think he's uh, – I need him. So do I, dude. I'm going to be quite a few. <laughs> uh, trust me. I'm with you, dude. I, 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 it would be great. But I just – I really truly feel like this is one of those things that he may not play again this year, and that's just – you know, that's the reality of it. And Mike Davis, you know, he, he's, he'd be a good fill-in for you if you need it. Polly, you think he's going to play again this year? Who's that? McCaffrey. No. Um, no. But like I said earlier, this is a new injury. He didn't just, you know, aggravate something. It's it's a brand new injury. He's popped up. I think it's a quad maybe. Yeah. Um, it's not good. It's not it's good, good, folks. No. Um, this just in uh, – Joe Mixon has been ruled out for this week too. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. I saw that earlier. This just um, in Joe Mixon has been ruled out of my top twenty dynasty running backs. Yeah. But no, we know BZ still has him third though. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, he's still he's I'm, I'm riding him. he's really close to number twenty for me. Uh Matt Harmon tweeted out that this is starting to feel like uh AJ Green last year, where it's just like, you know, week week to week to week to week and just doesn't play. Um and uh I retweeted it and said, you know, it's gotten so bad. No one's even asking me about him anymore. That's when you know it's bad. I, I can't remember the last time anybody even said, hey, Paulie, what do you think about Joe Mixon? Everybody's just wrote him off. I can't um, remember the, the last time anybody said, hey, what about Kenny Galladay either? Yeah. There's another one. There's another one. Dude, There's another I, have, one. I, I have him sitting on so many rosters that I'm in the playoffs right now. Getting him back would just be so massive. But once again, he did not practice today. Raise your hand if you started Quintez Sevis in multiple spots this past week. I did. Yeah. Yes. Where's Kenny Galladay going to play this I week? I might start Sevis this week, you know, because Marvin Jones is going to get Jari Alexander. Yep. So uh, wheels up on Sevis and uh, Hawk this week. Yeah, Hawk, baby. Uh, would you say, do you say where is Galladay going to play next yeah, year? Where does he, where he play next year? I think he plays in Detroit. Think so? I do. I think I think he's going to be back in Detroit. I think they'd be stupid not to re-sign him. And you know, I just they have a good, they have a decent offense. They just need a good coach to come in there and <laughs> what kind of wrangle. 
What if Matthew Stafford's not back in Detroit? Then that, that's interesting. Um, if he were to be, if he were to be a free agent, man, I mean, it, there's. <laughs> or... <laughs> what's what's, his, what's you, you, Stafford's, you, what's Stafford's what's, contract? I I think he's uh he's under contract, but there's been some some smoke about he may get traded. Um, they may want to just start fresh. I mean, he's he's no spring chicken. If that's the case, that team is in for a major rebuild, and I don't see them keeping Galladay. Galladay has not done that team any cert, any you know favors by sitting basically sitting out um, to stay healthy. So, he, I mean, you do one of two things: you get on the field and prove your worth, so you can get a contract, or you sit and sit out so you don't get hurt, so you can get the next contract. And then oh, that's what he's decided to do, and that's a self selfish decision that's hurt the team. Uh, if I'm an owner, I'm not resigning him. My goodness. Matthew Stafford, the next two years has a very tradable base salary of 9.5 million in 21 and 12.5 million in 22. There you wow. go. There it is. Can you, imagine, can you imagine? Can you imagine Matthew Stafford with Kyle Shanahan? Oh God. And San Fran. <laughs> I just got a chub thinking about it. Ooh. Brandon Ayuk going deep. <clears throat> oh man, that's interesting. I mean, that's for sure. And, and again, if Galladay is a free agent, he's probably looking at at this point. He's probably looking at the biggest contract he's going to get. So yeah, yeah. Jet, you know, Jets. You know, a team like that where they're probably looking to give him a big contract and. Draft a young quarterback and have him be the centerpiece for that passing attack. Speaking of speaking of young quarterbacks that need a, a centerpiece, I don't mean to hop around here, but we we've seen him for about uh, three or four weeks now. What do you guys think of Tua? Uh, I think he's shown like I think he's made some real nice throws. I think he's made some real bad decisions. I've seen a little bit of inconsistency with the kid. Um, I, I, I think again, he's, I think he's developing as he goes here and it's just going to take him a little bit of time, but I think he could be a decent quarterback. I'm just not like head over heels in love with him. Like some people are. And I, I just, he, I think he's okay. Uh, man, BZ just uh, ripped the thoughts right out of my brain. Uh, inconsistencies there, which you would expect from a, a rookie. Uh, but especially this last week, um, some laser throws that were on point, um, really showing arm strength and ball placement that I like. Um, he's got awareness in the pocket to, an, to know when it's, um, when it's shrinking and when he needs to get out of there. Um, just needs to improve his decision making. Um, yeah, uh, BZ pretty much nailed it. He, I, he, I like him. He can make every throw, but he looks more Baker Mayfield to me than he does Drew Brees. That's a great comparison right there, to be honest with you, because it's just it's very similar in the way that they play. And I, I, I maybe that's what's catching me a little bit is it's like you, when you said that, I'm like, yes, Baker is a very good comp. And even though Baker just went off and went house this freaking weekend and took me into four playoff runs here but <laughs> hey whatever i guess <laughs> did you, you started baker i did i had a couple of leagues where i was uh, i was choosing between him sam darnold and i had one other quarterback that i was playing the gauntlet with and i ended up going with baker and i just said hey this 
see what happens. Yeah, with and, him, you just got to recognize when that when the matchup is there and right, he's a freaking play. And Jarvis Landry too. And when it's a bad and when it's a bad matchup, you gotta just bench his ass. Yeah, Landry is. I'm glad he came out. Somebody yeah. who we respect. Um, shit on Landry a few weeks ago, and damn it if he hasn't been on fire ever since they did that. <laughs> um, I think you know who I'm talking about. I won't even mention his name because I respect him so much. But he said, you know, while everybody was drafting Jarvis Landry, we were drafting blah, 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 and Landry's done, and this is why you don't, you know, <laughs> invest in older talent and dynasty and all this. And Landry is just – doing what he always does and uh he's gonna win some people some championships if he keeps playing like this. That was another he player. should be the number one because yes. Odell's gone. He actually was the number one even when Odell was there for a yep. good stretch of time. Um he came off that um hip injury and he just needed some time to uh to get acclimated and to get healthy after that hip injury. He's we- he's a beast man. Two weeks ago he was one of my trade targets for any playoff team that I was that I had, I just started throwing out 2021 second rounders for him, um, and people were biting, and I I got a, quite a few shares of him. So he brought me good call. Yeah, it, it, it was just it was right there, especially I, in those leagues where you've got Maker. That's Baker. That's a nice little stack they got there. Absolutely. Yeah, he was. Uh, you guys know uh, I was not a Landry fan this off season. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't with the new offense and the tight end centric i thought they kind of canceled uh each other out and i thought they were going to make a concerted effort to get uh obj the football and and all those things sort of played out the first run heavy system yeah run heavy the first part of the season uh now that obj's gone and they're just sort of uh they don't they're not beholden to anyone except nick chubb Mm -hmm. as long as they get nick chubb 20 touches it really doesn't matter what else they do with the football chubb and landry the, yeah. the offense re- revolves around those two guys. Um, yeah. Chubb may be the best pure running back in the league. Yeah, I, um, I agree. I mean, yeah. He's just so – I love watching him play. He's just so good. I agree. Um, he averages uh, right at 100 yards a game too, which yeah. is fantastic. And if he could ever get the passing game where oh. he, he'd be the he'd be in, you know, the 101 easily. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of running backs, uh, Zeke had a pretty good game last night against a uh, pretty good defense, uh, I thought. They were getting boat raced in the second half, and he didn't get a lot of opportunities, but uh, he was over 70 yards. I, what did he have, like 17 carries mm-hmm. uh, for the game? Five uh, targets. Yeah. Um, he had four carries that went for 10 yards or more. Uh, yeah, he looked, he looked better. Um, people are – People that wrote him off are, are going to be sorely a, mistaken. Yeah, it was a panic sale. Yeah. Uh, I You know, I don't know if, if he's still, you know, the owners of, uh, out there in your league are still in that mindset. But if they are, go go toss some offers out. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's probably not going to win you leagues this year, but a hell of no. a guy to pick up in Dynasty. Yeah. People were saying he's 25 years old. He's going over the edge. Yeah. Are, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Adrian Peterson's about to turn 35. Yeah. He just and, scored and, two touchdowns. And he might be winning people's leagues. Carry yeah. on Johnson has a knee injury that's cropping up, and uh, uh, Swift is still not practicing due to was, an he illness. Limited. He was limited. Okay, he was limited. Yeah. Um, if 
if Swift sits, uh, Adrian Peterson, I played him in one of my dynasty leagues last week, and I did too. I did yeah. too. And he gets the Packers this week. I believe so. If Swift is out, they play the Packers this week. They are hashtag bad against the run. <laughs> oh uh, God! If, if Swift comes back against the Packers, yeah, that's a play. I mean, either one of them. If if Swift, yes, if Swift is in, you play him. If Swift is out, you play AP. Easy. The Swift, the Swift thing is mildly concerning to me. Obviously, if you guys read my article this week, you know that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's just really scary. I, I hope he can come back, and I hope he. I hope this is the only concussion he ever suffers. I doubt that's going to be the case. You're always susceptible, more susceptible when you sustain a head injury to another yeah. head injury. Uh, it's just sad this early in his career. Um, like I said, hopefully this is the only one he has and and uh, he can get back out there. This is going to sound really weird, okay? But from the animal kingdom, a little fact here. Did you know that the woodpecker that pounds his head against trees all day long has a tongue that wraps around his brain to create a cushion to prevent his brain from getting a concussion from all the woodpecking? You were talking to Brian in the chat again, weren't you? <laughs> no, it was on uh, it was on ten seventy the fan uh, like today or yesterday on local local sports talk radio, but uh, the the human doesn't have something like that. They just have fluid, you know, and uh, the brain's not meant to smash up against your skull like that. That's what happens when you get a concussion. Your brain has smashes against your skull, mm-hmm. and it affects people a lot differently. The severity of it could be different. There's NFL players that have gotten one concussion and retired. There's mm-hmm. NFL players that have gotten one concussion and sat out a whole season because of it. So, you know, we look at a concussion and we think, oh, well, he's going to miss a week. You don't realize what's going on there. Um, Swift obviously remember, has some issues. You guys remember Javid Best who played for yeah. the Lions? Yes. Yep. I think he went to Cal. Uh, was so explosive um, and he could, he could just never get on the field. Uh, yeah. It's sad, but it happens. Uh, I hope it's, you know, obviously you could say we're putting the cart before the horse here. I'm not saying Swift is done or he's going to retire. I'm just saying it would be a shame if, if that were to happen. Yeah. I mean, trust me. I, you know, I'm a Swift, Swift guy through and through. I've been riding him all year. I've been picking him up all year. I hope that this kid just comes back healthy and that's all you can really ask for, man. Like, hopefully he doesn't rush back to, I'd rather see the kids sit out the rest of the year than rush back and exactly. you know, ha- have something else happen. And then we're now we're, it's, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. I tweeted about it too. I said, this goes way beyond fantasy. I, I, I traded for him. I was hoping that he could get me through my playoffs, but I could care less if he gets me one freaking point for the rest of the season. If he gets better and, and does what he needs to do that, that's really all I want for him right now. Uh, when you've got a guy like Adrian Peterson, that's, you know, one of the most seasoned vets in the league, um, the most seasoned vet in the league, <laughs> saying what he said about Swift and about how it it's affected scary. him. It's scary. Yep. It's really um, scary. It, it, it's really scary. And and we're approaching the point of with, and with Galladay also, uh, their season's over. Why are they going to put them out, out there? What's the point? That's, that's, that's it. There it is. Uh, you know, the, the coaching staff is a lame duck coaching staff. Uh, I don't expect any of them will be back. Can't imagine that any of them will be back. Um, you know, you, you might not see this kid again until next year. It's it's a 
I would prefer that they didn't rush him out. But like I said, who knows? I mean, he is practicing uh, limited capacity. We'll see how the week goes. Um, <laughs> Adrian Peterson. I mean, then the next guy on the list, if Swift wasn't able to go and carry on was out, would be uh, one of one of the old indie guys, Jonathan Williams. That's the next guy. Oh, yeah. That, dude. So. Oh, yeah. He performed well uh, when we needed him to a couple times. Speaking of limited, did you guys see the practice report today? The whole league is limited. The whole league's limited, dude. Yeah, everybody, everybody is limited this week. The, it's today like- it's Wednesday. It's Vets Day off, but also um, lots and lots and lots of limiteds. Uh, I'll tell you who's limited: Greg Williams. Yeah, see you, dude. <laughs> oh boy, Gay should have been with him. Hated that dude ever since. Bounty Gate. Bounty, Bounty Gate, yeah. They should have gotten rid of Gates at the same time. And I mean, and you know, how do you how do you have three G's in a name that's got six letters? I mean, it's just just way too many G's. <laughs> I don't trust all the I don't trust all those extra G's. Uh yeah, I you know on the ill fated final play, uh they obviously weren't spying Derek Carr. Uh number forty one was he had Darren Waller. Uh that was his assignment. And as soon as as soon as he figured out Darren Waller was staying in the block, he should have made a beeline for Carr, but he didn't. So it was a poorly called play, but it was even worse. It was it was poorly executed. Um, yeah, I, I can't yeah, it was a co- it was a cover zero with a with a horrible uh, cornerback uh, covering uh, rugs, all out blitz. But let me ask you this: for everybody that said there's some conspiracy in them throwing that play to throw that game. You mean to tell me that a team that's this inept in their coaching and their decision-making drew up a defensive play at the end of the game that would assuredly lose them the game? <laughs> you, you, that's, that's, giving, that's giving them way too much credit. I nobody think on that, yeah, nobody on that sideline is coaching for the number one pick, first off, because none of them are going to be there next year. So they don't give a fuck about the number one pick. Thank pardon, you. Pardon my French. Thank you. I mean, you know me, I'm all for a conspiracy, but this conspiracy is just wrong. Yeah. Those guys don't get the pick because they're going to be gone. They're not smart enough to orchestrate something like that. They just called a bad defensive play and they got burned. That's all there is to it. Which is why I led with 41 was not spying car. I know there was some big time TV analysts who were, oh, why are you spying the quarterback who doesn't run? They, they weren't spying car. That's not what he was just staying in to do. Uh, but it was a bad play. It was poorly executed. And, oh, I see what you're saying now. He yeah. was going to guard Waller if he went out and Waller stayed in the block. Right. Waller stayed in the block. Yeah, there you go. See, yeah. that's why you listen to the show, guys. There was all kinds of highly paid analysts that said that <laughs> he was quarterback yeah. spying. And he was not uh, yeah, that makes quarterback. Yeah. I was I was so much paying attention to the cover zero and uh and that that I, I didn't I didn't catch that. I remember somebody a few people saying that, but I, I didn't catch that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, good for the Raiders, uh, bad for the jets. They'll, they'll have Trevor Lawrence unless he pulls a, a, uh, help me out. And Andrew luck and decides he doesn't want to play for Carolina and goes back to school for a year. Yeah. That's, that's uh, definitely been some talk going around now. It could happen. It could happen. Yeah. I, and like I said, see what, what happened. I, <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, Trevor Lawrence is one of those kids. If you follow him on Twitter, he's one of those uh, down to earth, uh, 
the salt of the earth type kids that just uh, he just doesn't seem to be impressed with the glitz and the glamour. I I would I, I would love for I would actually love for him to go back to school yeah. uh, and not end up on the Jets. <coughs> I don't I don't want the Jets to ruin him. Yeah. Um, but if the Jets hire Joe Brady from the Panthers and draft Trevor Lawrence, then you know you're you're talking about something different. But um, I can't imagine they don't fire Gase. <coughs> I, how could they not fire Gase? Guy is the biggest dipshit in the entire league. Matt Nagy is the biggest dipshit in the entire. Well, yeah, league. I, I can. Gase is right there with up there, man. I mean, uh, if they don't let Gase go, then this franchise is just it's as <laughs> it's one of the biggest jokes in the league. I think there's going to be several teams. The Chargers are going to be uh, looking for a head coach. The Jets, uh, the Bears, um, the the Lions are already looking. Um, I, you know, the Texans are already looking. Romeo yeah. Cornell is not going to keep that job. The Falcons are already looking. Uh, you know, um, Morris is. You know, he's not going to keep that job. The Falcons are looking every year. <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, <laughs> It's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a crazy offseason. I I think when it's all said and done, the Jaguars are gonna be looking. Yep. Um, I can't believe they aren't already. Uh, speaking of Jaguars, how about Colin Johnson? Hey, hey, you heard it here first. You yeah, certainly man, did. certainly did. Fourteen uh, targets the last two weeks. One hundred sixty-two yeah. yards and a touchdown. Um, hey, now he and Mike Glennon clearly have a connection. It's that thing we said again. Glennon's been on the practice squad throwing it to Colin Johnson. Um, yeah, it's not you know, a it's not a narrative. It's something that holds true time and time again. That's why I'm hoping that maybe Jalen Hurts and Travis Fulgham can hook up. Um, but yeah, kids out of Texas, six six. The guy is big and lanky. Um, he's getting open. Uh, came out of nowhere. Um, I, I'm, I mean, I I said it, but I'll be honest. I got lucky. When they when they ruled out DJ Shark and I realized that he was going to get on the field, the only thing I tweeted was, "Hey, you could do worse." This guy's six six. Lavisca Chenault's banged up. DJ Shark is out. Opportunity is everything, and 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 he he's been blowing up ever since then. But uh, did, you, did you see that Lavisca Chenault touchdown Sunday? It was complete. Yeah. Luck. It was complete no, luck. He got it off the tip. Yeah, it was complete. Yeah. Complete luck. Yeah, it um, was. It was a tip pass, but hey, it, you know, it was good ball tracking. It was yeah. good ball tracking. Yeah, those count too. It was good um, ball tracking skills. Wait, <laughs> he got, he got his eye kid. on the day of ball. Yeah. Uh, back to this kid. You're right, man. He's got great size, uh, great leaping ability, can get up in a high point the football. Um, yeah, I mean, there's all the intangible things that you can't teach, he has. So if if he develops those hands and, and works on his route running a little bit. You know who, who he reminds me of? And, and uh, BZ, you might laugh. Don't you say Megatron. No, Jesus. Marty B. <laughs> okay, he laughed. <laughs> your, old, your old Steeler. Just, I know. Uh, like I know. you said, uh, the, the size, yeah. high, high pointing the ball, streaking down the field, high pointing the ball, the, his size. Plaxico, yeah, that's another one. He doesn't shoot himself in the leg. <laughs> but no, I, you know, I, I do. I actually missed on Colin Johnson. I didn't really see it, but you know, he definitely has shown that the, he can play. Um, and like you said, he's got the size, he's got speed, he runs good routes, and 
you know, I missed on him too. I'm happy. I saw the I saw the the opportunity window, and he was on waivers in like five of my dynasty leagues. I snatched him up, but I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I was on him in the off season and all this shit. Drafted him. I didn't. Just a couple weeks ago, I thought, Jesus, who are they going to throw the ball to? Maybe this six six guy. And uh, there you go. Um, what um. I had, a, I had him on a bunch of taxi squads. Oh, I know. Because yeah. when I went through to look and see, you know, where he was available, you had him all over the place. I talked about it the other week. Time and time again, when I go after guys, you two usually end up having a, a, a good share of them. I'll yeah. say I'll say something else that happens time and time again. Uh, you, you two in reverse for me. Um, a lot of times I'll think a guy like, oh, that guy's going to be shit. But then you guys say it. And I'm like, man, God damn it. Let me go see where this guy's available. So then I got to go find, see where this guy's, because eventually he's going to pop. It's going to happen because it, it always does. So that's what the dynasty's all about, right? Yeah, baby. Um, quick question though. What, what are you guys' thoughts on uh, DJ Shark here going forward for a dynasty receiver? I mean, he's got all the talent in the world, right? He just doesn't appear to be the coach's favorite, doesn't appear to have rapport with any of the quarterbacks. Um, not like he did last year. He's uh, got it all. I'll buy. He's got it all. Like you said, you know, likely a new quarterback next year, likely a new coaching staff next year. What'd you just say? Coaching staff's not in his favor. Quarterback doesn't have chemistry. Those things might change really, was, really quickly. Talent, uh, talent, talent doesn't change. Situation does. Boom. Term, you taught me Boom. that. I mentioned it in the chat yes. the other day. I don't know if you I, saw my shot out, but I said term taught me more than anything to buy the talent. So, uh, yeah, I like it, and um, I like that he's going to be, you know, finishing the season with, you know, being banged up, and uh, could maybe get him, uh, get him on the cheap. So, I the reason I was asking because I just recently, last few weeks before the trade deadlines, I've been starting to try to buy him again because I actually sold a lot of my shares at the beginning of the year. I, I was getting Devonte Adams, uh, you know, I was getting some pretty good pullbacks for this kid. So, but now you're at the opportunity here where you can actually come buy back for three quarters of the price and that you on the dollar. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy. So I was just kind of curious where your guys' thoughts were with on him, and if you guys were kind of thinking the same way in that in that sense. See, another guy who you can do this with right now is Michael Gallup. My my yeah. problem is I already have a bunch of Michael Gallup and DJ Shark. Yeah. So, so I can't go out and buy them because I already got them. I don't have much chart. That's that's somebody I'm going to have to try and acquire, but uh, I've got a lot of Gallup. Um, one of the check marks tweeted about him and said that his usage of late is just an enigma. Uh, I mean, the guy can do it all. Um, he can make all the plays. Another thing about Chark this year, he's been hurt. Little nagging injuries mm-hmm. uh, have, have held him back this year, too the ribs and, and, and some other things. So, uh, yeah, he's super talented and I'll buy that. I'll always buy talent. Right. Um, Love it. speaking of talent, something the, this year's version of the Patriots, uh, doesn't have, but it doesn't seem to matter. Bill Belichick ran his, uh, record against rookie quarterback Sunday to an impressive 20 and five. Um, are we overlooking the job that Bill Belichick has done this year? Because half their defense opted out at the beginning of the year, and I'm talking about some high-impact players, not just some guys off the practice squad. I'm talking about Hightower and, and those guys. Uh, 
His quarterback has four touchdown passes. We're at week 13, 14. Uh, they've navigated a pretty tough schedule, and they're six and six, uh, and they're they're in playoff contention. Uh, so are we we kind of overlooking the job that he's done this year? Hundred percent. I think um, you know it, this was the big year of what is the Patriots going to look like without Brady? What's Brady going to look like without the Patriots? Going back and forth, you know who was who was the reason why they were so good? Blah 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 blah. What Belichick has done with the Patriots over the last you know few weeks has just been nothing short of genius. I mean, he's keeping them in Relevant. the hunt. Yes. And you know, they don't have, they have no wide receiver one right now. You know, Edelman's still on the IR, you know, Damien Harris is your, you know, your, your, your running back and James White's coming out and doing some Cam Newton's not throwing touchdowns. He's running touchdowns. Absolutely. No tight end. They have no, no tight end. end. And they're deep. I mean, they've got 15 of them, but they've got no one to they've emerge no tight end. offensively. And, and, and their defense is just, it's like you said, we had talked about this. They lost all their leadership on the, in their defense at the beginning of the year. It's and absolutely it, wild. And, and it's not like their defense is an easy scheme to learn. Yeah. They've got the, all these new pieces and young guys, and they're plugging them in. And, and they're, I don't, they, they not only beat Anthony Lynn, I'm sorry, you're, you're, you're fired. You lose to this Patriots team by 48 points, and you're fired. I'm sorry. You, you're fired. Yeah, that was bad. What is it? First prize is a Cadillac Eldorado. Second prize is a set of steak knives. Third, Third prize, prize is you're fired. fired. <laughs> uh, yeah. Was a, no, yeah. I mean, people that were saying it was all Tom Brady, it's ridiculous. You know, that was a perfect marriage, and uh, Belichick deserves to get all the credit that, that in the world for all the championships they have. Um, they had a great game plan this week. Um, the news out of their camp is they are realizing more and more that they just have to be a power running team. So expect, uh, I know that's, I know this sounds, you know, very, you know, uh, pedestrian, but expect more and more and more running here, um, in the coming weeks and to finish the season. They are, uh, four and oh, when they rush the ball, uh, over 30 times and they are, uh, uh, two and whatever when they run it under. Um, so I expect to see Cam, you know, rushing and, and getting one or two touchdowns, um, heavy dose of Damian Harris and whoever else they want to give the ball to. Um, Jacoby Myers, sorry, everybody, but, you know, he was a thing there for a second. Um, he's kind of fallen off the cliff and he has, uh, I want to get into some, wide receiver cornerback matchups here before we um before we hop sure. off but Jacoby's going to see Jalen Ramsey this week oof um yeah he doesn't have the the skills to be able to exploit how Ramsey will overplay some plays uh where Ramsey will try and and make the play that's when he gets burned when he tries to make the the pick and he overplays it um and there's nobody over the top because he's in single coverage well, Jacoby made- Myers doesn't have the skill set to exploit that. So, no, you're right. Um, uh, I think more what it was with Jacoby Myers is he emerged. Uh, defense is adjusted. All right, we'll start shifting some coverage this way. And he's yeah. not. He's a good number two. He could be a good number two opposite someone drawing uh, top coverage. Yeah, he, he can't. He's you're not gonna. He, he's not the architect of a passing game. You can't yeah. build build around him. And that, and between the you know the coaching staff realizing we need to run the shit out of the ball, and and you know so the targets are are, are drying up too. Um, 
Do we have time to get into some uh, matchups? Man, we got time to get into whatever you wanted to, baby. Well, I, I I usually tweet out every week the you know the favorable and unfavorable matchups. I've never brought it to the pod, but I figured I would this week because it's playoff week. Um, DeAndre Hopkins against James Bad Bradbury is um, that's a real thing. Yeah, it's bad news. Um, obviously, you're not benching Hop, but um, the only shadow coverage that he was able to exploit was Trey White. Uh, for seven for 127 and one and Trey White some people would argue is, is kind of falling off a little bit this year Xavier Howard three for 30 Stefan Gilmore five for 55 Jalen Ramsey eight for 52 um, so Bradbury is a huge downgrade um, some might argue that Bradbury is the top corner in the game he's only allowed 5.8 yards per target 55 percent catch rate uh, he has a 76 uh, coverage grade, best season of his career by far. Um, so that's a tough one, guys. Um, like I said, it's tough. It's not like you're sitting him. Um, speaking of Stephon Gilmore, Robert Woods draws him this week. Um, it's uh, He's allowing only a 51% catch rate and 6.7 yards per target. It's a large downgrade for Woods. Um, I would fire up some Cooper Cup because he's going to have to throw somewhere. Um, already mentioned Jacoby Myers against Jalen Ramsey. It's a tough one. Um, Amari Cooper versus William Jackson. It's a small downgrade. Um, definitely not enough to bench him. Um, another one here. A uh, couple favorable ones. Mike Evans versus uh, Cameron Dantzler from the Vikings. That's a that's an upgrade. Um also, Thielen versus Carlton Davis. I mean, those I'm, cornerbacks. I'm playing, I'm playing Mike Evans against anybody not named Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah, Lattimore's got his number. Who is his daddy? Yeah, yeah, he um, totally is. Um, sorry, Mike, if you if you're a closet fan of this little rinky dink podcast, Marshawn is your daddy. Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, and the Bucks cornerbacks uh, have been falling off lately. Um, Thielen gets Carlton Davis. That's a that's an upgrade. Um, let me see. Oh, uh, Julio Jones versus Casey Hayward. Um, this one might be a rough one. Uh, you can't bench Jones, but uh, Hayward's catch rate is only forty five percent. Last week he was targeted zero times. Uh, this is a pretty big downgrade for Julio. Um, it's going to be hard to sit that guy, but uh, I don't know. Um, Allen Robinson has a very, very favorable matchup against Vernon Hargreaves. Uh, the Texans can't cover anything. Hargreaves is horrible in coverage. Uh, his coverage grade is 39% per pro football focus, 9.2 yards per uh, target. Um, DK Metcalf has a huge upgrade this week against uh, Lamar Jackson. I believe that's the guy we were talking about earlier. Isn't he the guy that got burnt by rugs? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, just a uh, huge 11.2 yards per catch. Um, I think that game has sneaky shootout potential. Yeah. I think, I think Darnold can make some plays on the back end of that Seattle defense who had, they, they played better, but um, they just, they just lost to the giants. Didn't. Yeah. Uh, and I think the uh, Jags uh, Tennessee game has some uh, nice p- potential this week. Yes. Even with Mike Glennon at the helm. Uh, he's been serviceable, um, guys. The ostrich um, has been serviceable. Yeah, I, I said that last week, and uh, uh, 
somebody laughed at me, but uh, yeah, he uh, he's been okay. And and the Tennessee secondary can't oh, man. cover shit. Did you see that somebody uh, for Jacksonville other than James Robinson got a carry this past week? I, oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What? yeah. I don't. I don't know who the fuck it was, but somebody else <laughs> got a carry. Well, it was, was only it, one. Was it Divine Ozigbo? No, it was, no, not. It was not. I'll find out for you while you're talking. Um, Marvin Jones gets Jari Alexander. We talked about that earlier. Um, that's a huge plus for Quentin Cephas and a large downgrade for Jones. Um, Jarvis Landry gets Marlon Humphrey this week. Um, Marlon Humphrey is all pro, um, 6.2 yards per target. So we were talking about Landry earlier. Um, not too excited about that particular matchup. Um, the saints, Janoris Jenkins is projected out. We were talking about that. I'm playing Landry. Yeah. I mean, I'm playing Landry. I think the, uh, the, um, the Browns, they get you said Marlon Humphrey. They get the the Ravens, correct? Yeah, yeah. The Browns, the Browns may uh, end up winning that division. Don't count them out. Steelers can't run the football. The Steelers don't look as good as their record would indicate. Yep. Who do uh, the Browns get this this week? Um, well, I, I I'll, I'll tell you in like two minutes. Two but, seconds would be better. Two well, minutes. I, is well, a long I have something. Time. I have something I have to get out. Oh. <laughs> You can go to the bathroom for that. They get, uh, they get the Ravens. We just said it. Um, the Ravens. Oh yeah, that's right. We were, we were talking about the Jaguars running back that got the carry other than James Robinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be the preseason hyper, the guy that everybody was trying to snag late and call the shot. Nyquil, Dare, Dare. Oh, oh, Dare Agunbowale. <laughs> oh wow, that's who it was that got the two carry. I forgot he was even on that squad. I, so did I. That's why I started laughing when you were in the middle of that, and I was just like, "It's oh wow." So, so to 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 my point <clears throat> about the Browns, their schedule, they finish with the Ravens, the Giants, the Jets, and the Steelers. They they could easily win that division. Yep. Wow. Um, there's a lot of cornerbacks that are looking like they're going to be out this week. I already said that, like the the wide receiver two spot. For the Eagles, it might be um, something to exploit. Janoris Jenkins is out, and he is, was the is, guy. Is Janoris Jenkins not going to play? Because he's yeah. been pretty good. Uh, yeah, that is a big deal if he doesn't He's projected play. out. Uh, Titans and Dory Jackson is projected out, so that could benefit our Colin Johnson uh, shares. Denzel Ward is projected out, so that could be a, a, an upgrade for T. Higgins. Speaking of um, daddies, Derrick Henry plays the Jaguars in the first round of the playoffs. That's a, that's a daddy game right there, dude. Derrick Henry. That's, that's a daddy game. Yeah. <laughs> that's a daddy game. Get your, get your uh, child support ready. Sorry, Polly. Didn't mean to interrupt you there. That's okay. There's just a bunch of freaking cornerbacks this week out, guys. It's crazy. Uh, your Quan Williams and Mosley are both projected out. Uh, Steelers, Steven Nelson projected out. Cowboys, Trayvon Diggs. Anthony Brown. Um, Check your injury report, kids. Yes. Lions. Trez, Trez, Desmond Trufant. Jeff Aduka. Oh, Jaguars. CJ Henderson. Sidney Jones. DJ Hayden. All those guys are out. Jets. Brian Poole. Hassan Austin. Seahawks. Quentin Dunbar. Trey Flowers. Uh, oh, and the Broncos just put uh, somebody on IR. Um, 
Yeah, the Broncos just put one of their uh, cornerbacks on IR. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a minute, a moment of glory here. So, beginning of this year, we all do our bowl call predictions. We do, we have some fun with some stuff. My bowl call this year <clears throat> was that David Montgomery would finish as a top eight running back. Well, my man right now is currently sitting at number eleven. He has Houston, he has Minnesota, and they played Jacksonville. And Green Bay is the last game of the year. Yeah, I, I said this uh, to someone on Twitter the other day that uh, David Montgomery was going to be a lot of, on a lot of championship rosters. Yes, and you know I took a lot of shit all offseason. You did? Even, even still, I still still taking shit about it. But, I like David Montgomery, and I give you shit. Yeah, absolutely, but that's just because you and I give each other shit on everything. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, by the way, I saw your tweet the other day about Gus Edwards being better than anything the Bills have. <laughs> And I purposely didn't respond to it because I know that it was aimed at me. And I fuck you. I, I set my landmines for you to walk right into. And I know. Yeah, you did. and I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even dignify that shit with a response. I, I, I do that shit. I've seen you kind of dig it out of me a few times as well. So we we win that game. See, the it's problem awesome. with term BZ is that I don't set landmines. I just you know tweet my mind, and he thinks I'm subtweeting him. So if I say oh, something, oh, you're bullshit too. I saw your bullshit too about he dropped it. I saw it. And that, that, fumble, that fumble wasn't even credited to him. It was credited to Josh Allen. It's his butterfinger ass. You know damn well that was a Zach that Moss was, fumble. Was, no, that was Josh Allen fumble. If he On hadn't tried to, if he hadn't tried to stick it in his face mask, he wouldn't have had to stick his arms way out there to get it. it, it it's been anyway. it's, it's been fun. And I, I got do- Michelle from Ball Blast too when she said that uh um Zach Moss was hurt. And uh, I, I said, look okay. at it this way. If the RB1 hadn't gotten hurt, Zach Mars would have never got hurt. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. We, I had a little fun with her earlier. Uh, she, she likes to throw her little shits around on Mixon. And I was just like, you really want to throw shit around on Mixon when you endorse Zach fucking Moss? Right. Like, RB1? Like, come on. Right. And, and by the way, don't play any of them this week because they got the Steelers. So Yeah. But I'm I'm just gonna say I'm Star taking Josh Allen. Star Josh Allen. You heard it here first. I'm oh, not yeah. taking You're my David Montgomery victory lap. Chalk. Fuck you. You know who I'm talking <laughs> to. He's a big one. And I'm um, taking my and Jacks and FF Wu Tang forever. You bastards. My RB one. This is a top eight RB. Let's fucking go. Uh he's gonna be on a lot of championship rosters. So is Travis Kelsey. Oh God, man. Um, yeah. It's almost like that that meme that Michael Jordan meme where it says, "And I took that personally." <laughs> you could you could put um, Terminator said George Kittle was the was the number one dynasty tight end, and I took that personally. Yeah, yeah, he's he's uh he's and even you feel, you peeled back off that now. Oh yeah, and it's just it's not even it's not even close. It's not even a competition. Yeah, remember that trade I did in that league that you hated. I might have traded that dude the trophy in that tight end premium league. There's no doubt. Now, right? There's you no doubt. That. You hated that trade, and I traded him, uh, well, Gaskin and Kelsey and Allen Robinson, right? I don't even know what you got back, but it wasn't enough. I got Keenan Allen, Jonathan Taylor, and uh, Mike Jacecki. Yeah, you got fucked is what you right? got. Yeah, but at the time you were blowing up. Oh, I was so mad. God, I was so mad. 
Um, I don't and know Kelsey's why. Kelsey's like the number one player in that format. I handed that guy the trophy. He is and, a, he is a beast. And in chalks, uh, three point on oh, chalk and Chiefs in Chiefs three point oh. I'm in Chiefs three point oh with uh, the Ball Blast girls and uh, Kevin uh, uh, Topinski and and some other guys. Um, uh, I have Kelsey. I have um, Kamara. Please come back soon, Drew Brees. He did okay last week. Please, can, yeah, but he still didn't yeah. catch any passes. Yeah, he had 80 yards rushing and a touchdown. Yeah, yet. you got to come on, Breeze, come on back, baby. But I have, I have Kelsey, I have uh, Kamara, and I have Dalvin Cook, and I have a bunch of scrubs around them, and I'm in the playoffs and I'm in the hunt because it's a 1.0 tight end premium, and I've got like three of the top six players in the league uh, with between Kelsey and those two guys. Yep. Uh, yeah, if you've got Travis Kelsey, you're, you're likely in the playoffs. Yes, you are. Absolutely. I am running a league right now because of that guy. Just every week is just so good. No, I thought oh, I know what I wanted to ask you term since you're one of the, the guys uh, representing us in Scott fishbowl, uh, tell us, um, how you're doing. Did you get the buy? How are you feeling about your team? I had a bye week. Um, I was really hoping Breeze would be back this week. I got a big, big decision to make. Um, and I've been the last uh, three weeks, I've just been going with one quarterback. You guys know I made it made it perfectly clear that I wanted Aaron Rodgers and Drew Breeze in this format. As soon as I saw the scoring system, those were the guys I wanted and those were the guys I drafted. And I got Derrick Henry. Um, Boom. Yeah, I got a I got a big big and uh uh Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. But I got a big decision. Uh because it doesn't look like Breeze is going to play. It looks like they're going to rest him one more week. Um so I don't know if I should continue going with one quarterback or if I should play Sam Darnold against the Seahawks. E- no. No, 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 no. Is Mike Glennon available? <laughs> <laughs> I'm only halfway joking. Yeah. Because he's Darnold. been secure with the football. That's what you need in that format. You yeah, need Sam ball had security. An, and he had an awesome week last week. Um, I just don't know. It's just a big decision. Um, the Seahawks uh, secondary and and uh, their second and third line of defense has been swelling up ever since they made the trade and, um, and Jamal Adams came back. Uh, I forget the big trade that they made. Um, was it Dunbar? Uh, Man, I could go. Uh, Who did they get? You loved it when they made the trade. You're killing me. You're killing me, Smalls. Well, I mean, um, you're supposed to remember this shit. Hang on and out. I can tell you exactly who it was. <coughs> Carlos Dunlap. Damn it. Yeah, my my. Um, they traded for Carlos Dunlap, um, and between that and Jamal Adams, they they've been looking a lot better. I just think Darnold's uh, ripe for some turnovers and that kills you in, uh, in the Scott fishbowl format. So I I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess with it. He throws a couple picks and you're done. I mean, a a 20 point, I've seen it happen. Uh, I was struggling trying to make the playoffs and and picking up guys off of the waivers and I'd have a 20, 22 point outing going. And then a couple, couple uh, picks and one of the pick six and all of a sudden you've got negative points. It's, it's, horrendous 
That's why you were smart to get Aaron Rodgers because of the ball security, and uh, the dude never turns it over. That's that's why he's your QB one. That's why you're in the buy. So no, I would not start Darnold. So I'm I'm likely gonna uh, obviously I'm starting Aaron Rodgers. I'm gonna start Cam Akers Thursday. Uh, he's yes. getting he's getting the ball, and I'm gonna start Cam Akers. I'm gonna start Derrick Henry, and I'm gonna start James Robinson. Whew. Um. Lethal. I have Tyler Boyd, Justin Jefferson, C.D. Lamb, Juju. Uh, it look, doesn't look like D.J. Moore is going to play, so I probably I probably won't have D.J. Moore this week. Um, I like my team. It's it's not a world beater team by any means, but it's a pretty good lineup, dude. Who do you have for tight ends? I have uh, I have Hooper and Disley. Ah, uh. yeah. That's another thing about this format. It's so tight end friendly, and I didn't have any tight ends this year. Yeah, you've got a um, you've got a damn good wide receiver core though, and a damn good running back core. Well, good luck to you, man. I know that there's a couple other guys in our group that um, that it made it. I can't remember who, but I just uh, wanted to bring that up and man, go get it, brother. Shout out to Linda Lyons. She made the playoffs. She beat me twice in our division. So, uh, girls rule the world. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, she's good. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm in a. I'm in a few leagues with uh, with Linda. She's a trip, man. I think Beezy is in one of the leagues, and I think uh, aren't you like a twelve and one? Yes, I am. Leagues. I think you got a buy, and I got I got the other buy, and um, so like you said, man, we're we're going to be the three of us are going to be button heads in the playoffs here. Um, A bunch, yeah, a lot, and I, I I squeaked into the unscripted one too. Did you yep. see that? Wilson didn't make it in yeah. our listener league. Yeah. Second highest score. Yeah, second highest score in the league, and he would have been uh, – his team would have been a force. I, he's he's beside himself right now for not making it. Um, term, you got a bye week, and uh, um, Sour Krause, shout out to Sour Krause. He got a bye week. Uh, I play buy and sell you this week. And I've got a pretty good chance of advancing. No offense, um, but yeah, we got some playoffs coming up. Uh, I got a little bit of a break this week. You know, I only have a couple games to focus on. I'm, uh, I'm pretty proud of. Uh, I got a lot of bye weeks. I'm pretty proud of my listener listener league team. I finished first in the standings and the points. Yeah, yeah, uh, your team's good. You're probably gonna win it. I think you're gonna win it too, dude. Losing Barkley killed me. It, and and Burrow and injuries are I say the decision on draft day to take Dalvin Cook over Zeke was huge. Like, that was, was it. Huge. That was that was um, it. I remember that. That was that was a big one. All right. We're gonna get on out of here. Uh we've had a great time tonight. Remember that the best fantasy discussions are unscripted. unscripted.